True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello, I'm Monica Reinagle, and you are listening to the Nutrition Diva Podcast. Welcome. Today, I want to share with you a few thoughts about unplanned eating, a habit which, if left unchecked, can really wreak havoc on your healthy diet. But first, a quick detour to respond to a listener question that came in after my recent episode on mushrooms. Beth writes, do you know why so many common mushrooms are considered bad for people who require a FODMAP diet? Sources I've read say that some types are okay. People who suffer from IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, often get relief from following a low FODMAP diet. And that word FODMAP is an acronym. Each letter stands for a different group of carbohydrates that can create digestive difficulties. Eliminating foods that are high in these compounds can often alleviate symptoms. Monash University in Australia is the leader in FODMAP research, and they provide guides that can identify which foods are high or low in each of the various FODMAPs. So mushrooms end up on the FODMAP lists because they contain polyols. That's the P in FODMAP. But the polyol content varies among the different types of mushrooms. For example, oyster mushrooms are pretty low in polyols, and they're okay for a low FODMAP diet. Button mushrooms, on the other hand, are higher in polyols and are usually off-limits for a low FODMAP diet. However, the portion size matters at least as much as the type of mushrooms. Some mushrooms can safely be consumed in smaller quantities. And Even oyster mushrooms, which are lower in FODMAPs, could potentially be problematic if they were eaten in very large quantities. Now, you'll find lots of different FODMAP apps in the app stores, and these can be a great way to look up and manage the FODMAP content of your diet. But I would look for the one that's published by Monash University as the most authoritative source. But one last thing about low FODMAP diets. Very few people are actually sensitive to all six classes of FODMAPs. And that's a good thing because trying to minimize all the FODMAPs would result in a pretty restrictive diet. So the whole point of this approach is to identify which of the FODMAP categories or constituents are your particular triggers so that you can focus on limiting those without unnecessarily restricting or limiting your diet. And if polyols aren't your gut gremlins, then all kinds of mushrooms can probably go back on the menu. I'll include links in the show notes to some previous episodes on the FODMAP diet. But now let's move on to today's discussion on the dangers and the drawbacks of unplanned eating. 
Hey, Fidelity, can I get a second opinion on stocks in the Fidelity app? With Fidelity, it's easy to get an outside opinion from independent experts in a single score. And then? When you're ready, trade U.S. stocks and ETFs with no commissions. That's right. I am always right. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity account. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at Fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with SiriusXM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with SiriusXM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. What do I mean by unplanned eating? Well, it's 2 p.m. right now, and honestly, I have no idea what I'm having for dinner tonight. But I am planning to eat dinner, and I know that I'll be making something using some of the vegetables that I picked up at the farmer's market last weekend. So that's not unplanned eating. On the other hand, before sitting down to write this episode, I went into my kitchen to make a cup of tea. And while I was waiting for the water to boil, I noticed that apple pie left over from last night's dinner on the counter, and I nibbled half a piece. I did not go into the kitchen in order to get something to eat. But when I saw the pie, I grabbed a fork and dug in. That was unplanned eating. Here are a few more examples of what I mean by unplanned eating. Do any of these sound familiar to you? You go to the mall to shop for shoes, and you walk by the food court. And before you know it, you've got a giant cinnamon bun in your hand. Or... You go into a coworker's office to talk with her, and without even thinking about it, you reach for a piece of Halloween candy from the ceramic pumpkin that's sitting at the corner of her desk. Or maybe you're clearing up from dinner, and you find yourself eating the extra mashed potatoes instead of putting them away. This sort of eating, unplanned eating, is problematic for a number of reasons. Number one, unplanned eating is rarely motivated by hunger. After all, how hungry can you be when you're cleaning up from dinner? You just ate. Number two, you're usually not choosing a particular food because it's nutritious or even because you particularly enjoy that food, but rather because it happens to be in front of you. In fact, in one study of snacking behavior, slightly over half of all snacks consumed were eaten as a result of some external cue. And in my experience, the food that just happens to be in front of you is rarely as nutritious or often as delicious as the meals or snacks that happen on purpose. Number three, more often than not, you're focused on other things when you fall for these, what I think of as calories of opportunity. You're not really paying attention to what you're eating. And as a result, you barely taste it. What is the point of eating foods that you don't particularly want and aren't even conscious of consuming. And number four, and this is a big one, 
you're unlikely to adjust what you eat later in the day based on any unplanned eating that may have occurred. So when it's time for a piece of pie after dinner tonight, for example, I'm probably not going to think to myself, oh, wait a minute, I already had some pie today, I'd better skip it. Because it usually doesn't affect your subsequent food choices, unplanned eating can end up adding a lot of calories to your day. And here's another really interesting thing about unplanned eating. When recalling what you've eaten over the course of the day, you're much more likely to forget or overlook things that you ate without planning to. It's as if they never happened. People who do a lot of unplanned eating are often totally deluded about what and how much they actually eat. So when I hear people complaining that they can't lose any weight no matter how little they eat, I do always wonder how much unplanned and unremembered eating is happening. Those unplanned calories may barely register in terms of your attention, your taste buds, or your memory, but they do register in and on your body. I may forget about that half piece of apple pie I ate this afternoon, but my hips will remember every crumb. So paying attention to and cutting back on unplanned eating is really an extension of the principles of mindful eating, paying attention to our level of hunger, our surroundings, our enjoyment of a food or our lack thereof, and how we feel after we eat. And here's a simple practice that you can try to get a little bit more in touch with what and why you are eating. So every time you eat, pause just long enough to mentally ask and answer three questions. Number one, why am I eating this right now? Number two, how hungry am I right now? Number three, how much am I enjoying this? Now, you don't necessarily have to change what you're eating. In fact, you might find that you're more willing to commit to this exercise if you frame it simply as an information-gathering exercise as opposed to one that's designed to change your behavior. But look, don't blame me if this little exercise does result in some positive behavior changes. Sometimes when we start paying attention, we realize just how often we are eating, not out of hunger or pleasure, but out of boredom, loneliness, frustration, or just simply habit. That realization can really empower us to deal more constructively, more appropriately with those emotions. When we try to eat more mindfully and more consciously, we often discover that we end up choosing foods that are better for us and we get much more enjoyment out of what we do eat. If you're looking for more support for healthy weight management, please check out the tools and resources that are at wayless.life. Mindful eating is just one of many strategies and tools that we use to create habits, mindset, and lifestyles that lead to weighing less without dieting. That's all at wayless.life. If you have a question that you'd like me to answer here on this podcast, you can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast supported by a fantastic team, including our director of podcasts, Brandon Getches, 
my audio engineer, Nathan Sems, Davina Tomlin, who runs our marketing and publicity, Holly Hutchings, our digital operations specialist, Morgan Christensen, our podcast operations and advertising specialist, and Cameron Lacey. Thanks so much for listening. True or false? Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.